You. You. Hello footies and welcome back to the one and only daily FIFA podcast. We are foot in review. We bring you updates about the latest content. We talk players and review them. And of course, as a part of footcoaching.com, we'll give you gameplay advice like tactics and instructions. Today is Tuesday, January 19, and we are recording Season 3, Episode 75. My name is John, also known as Foot Coaching, and of course, joining me tonight is the mid the legend himself, it's Ingver. Hello. Hello. Good evening. Good evening, how are you? I'm, uh, I'm decent. Practicing a patch, <laughs> which we'll talk about this episode. I'm, yeah. I'm really sure, and which we might actually be talking about for some more episodes after this, I'm quite sure. How are you doing? Uh, I'm good, thanks. I'm not going to complain. I, there's still some pain in the back, but other than that, I'm good. So uh, mentally, I'm fine, which is nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, physically fine would be nice as well, but hey, a win is a win. Well, it's, it's, it's not not too bad So physically, so that's okay. <laughs> Awesome, but we're not all alone. Joining us is our newest member of the Foot in Review crew, of course. It is Daniel, also known as Wimby. Hello, gentlemen. A pleasure to be uh, invited back. No, no, yeah. you're not invited. You're part of the crew now, so you invite yourself. No, I just <laughs> hid under the t- I just hid under the table at the back and just popped up again tonight. So, welcome back, Daniel. How are you doing? Yeah, not so bad, thank you. Uh, I hope the two of you start feeling better soon. You've, you've both got those little niggling injuries that uh, the commentator pops up with in the top corner, but I'm sure you, you're both playing on. We're like kind of uh, the the podcast DRB the, the guys, you know, the guy that played for uh, Arsenal with all the injuries? Yes. That's me and John. Podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for Dan- Danish listeners, I'm like the Nikolai Jurgensen from Feyenoord. <laughs> I can play two matches, hopefully, maybe score one, and then I'm out for three more months. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but there's that. Uh, it's yeah. good to have you back, Daniel, because we have a loaded show. No, not really yet, but we will. Um, it's almost time for your solo show, uh, by the way. Daniel, how do you feel about that? <laughs> Awkward silence. <laughs> Like solo show, yeah. Hmm. Now Daniel uh, and will be hosting the show this Thursday along with, of course, Andrew. So uh, as long as everything in Washington DC goes all right tomorrow night or this night, Andrew will be hosting with Daniel this Thursday. I think we might actually have lost Daniel in the meanwhile. Not awkward silence, but we lost. Him. Uh, and yeah, I'm back. It was uh, <laughs> it was almost as if me saying that I, I hid in the corner caused my internet connection to just uh, drop <laughs> off a cliff. So it was a, a blatant attempt to kick me out, but no, I, I have returned. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Welcome back. I was just saying that you will be hosting the show with Andrew this Thursday. Yes, it will be a, a transatlantic, the, you know, the special relationship between uh, the United Kingdom and the USA uh, will hopefully produce a, a nice show. Hopefully some Reading Southampton related banter in there as well. Uh, a few Ooh. classic games between us over the years. So we're actually playing at the moment as well. I think uh, we're, we're leading Coventry at the moment. So uh, half I'll have half an eye on that one as well as the show goes on. Uh, that's right. Though. We'll 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 not forget to ask you many questions tonight, so you won't have to pay attention. <laughs> Ingvi, 
Yeah. It is patch day, but we also got some content. Want to talk content first? Absolutely. Take it away, my friend. Thank you, thank you. Uh, we got the 82 plus uh, SPCs, the Defender, Attacker, and Midfielder. Uh, Defender one costs around 4k, uh, 5k for the uh, midfielder and around 10 for the attacker. So it's the same thing that was earlier. It uh, lasts for 46 hours, so uh, maybe worth doing and uh, just uh, save it for team of the year uh, pack opening. You never know. Uh, we also got back the base or mid icon upgrade and it clocks in at around 520. DK approximately so um, I don't know how good idea it is to spend uh, coins and players doing that at the moment but uh, well it's uh, it's available for 30 days so there's no rush at least to do it uh, with the four sections as well so maybe you get a few duplicates during uh, team of the year and then maybe you can just throw them into these that could be an option of course uh, there's four sections uh, the first one is called 83 rated squad you get a tradable premium gold pack uh, costs around 50k to do you need one team of the week 83 rated team and 80 team chemistry so straightforward. Uh, next is 85 rated squad you get a tradable electron players pack you need a minimum 85 rated team and 50 team chemistry and then there's another 85 rated squad which gives you two rare gold players pack tradable but mm, a little bit disappointing you need minimum one team of the week player and minimum 85 rated team and 70 team chemistry uh, last is 86 rated squad you get a premium electron players pack tradable you need one team of the week player and minimum 86 rated team and 65 chemistry. So pretty straightforward. Not crazy good packs, but uh, at least something back and tradable, which is always nice. So uh, it would be cool if those were player picks, but they're not. So you can get either a base or mid icon from these. So uh, have that in mind when you start doing it. Yeah, your thoughts about this, Daniel? Yeah, I mean, it's nice. We were talking just before we came on air. It's great to have those repeatable SBCs to do if you are planning to rip open a load of packs for Team of the Year. It gives you something to put that fodder to. You've got Bruno uh, lurking around as well, and I'm sure there'll be more league upgrade packs as well. So it's nice to have a few different options, whether it's worth doing. I mean, the mid and base icons are already starting to fall a little bit behind the power curve. Um, you know, especially if you, you draw some of the lesser base players, a lot of people would have already gambled with their icon swaps as well. So, but yeah, it's it, it's it's always a nice option to have if you do have those spare cards and and you want a, a chance at pulling one of the the god tier players. Yeah, my friend of mine he got uh, uh, he got the base Cruyff from this uh, SPC, so. Well, I think that card should be still usable. <laughs> <laughs> I think he comes under that. It's, I more fear the uh, the old base in Zagi. Yeah, or uh, base uh, Paul's goals deco. Yeah, and yeah, Nesta maybe as well. Those type of players are not uh, the ones you probably hope for. No, for that amount of money, I mean th- th- that. 
the level that you can get for that amount of coins is is going up and up and up as we get further in. And you look at the price drops already you're seeing of some of the top tier gold cars of your Neymars, your Mbappes as well. It's a case of do you want to spend if you've not already got that fodder, do you really want to spend that on a risk rather you know 500k on a risk rather than just going out and saying right well i'll buy mbappe uh buy mbappe or neymar yeah i'd rather buy neymar than put my coins into that but of course if you have all the father untradeable then of course then it you can just as well roll the dice if there's no other uh if you have don bruno and all the other uh, species <laughs> and uh, of course this is a good option so uh and it's nice that it's repeatable then, uh, because I'm pretty sure, well, I heard a few people have like 500 packs and stuff like that saved, so they, they should have a fair bit of uh, duplicates, so they can do this pretty cheap, I'm sure. So, uh, and they'll probably do Bruno first, so. <laughs> There's, it's a nice option to have though, but uh, I wouldn't spend coins buying everything from scratch. Absolutely not. I mean, I'm just looking at the kind of players that you can get for five to six hundred thousand coins. I said you've got Neymar in there, you've got the the informed Mo Salah as well for five hundred k as well, and lots and lots of the icons, even some of the mid icons now coming down below that. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, interesting players that you can actually spend coins on. You can almost buy the headliner uh, Joao Felix as well. Of course, Mbappe is just six hundred and sixty k or something like that. Uh, yeah, even the prime uh, double shooter is 640k. That's uh, probably better buying that card. <laughs> and of course, you have headliner Holland. He will get upgrades. Uh, yeah, there's that. That's just the strikers. Uh, of course, you can buy uh, probably the base or mid Sola. It's also a good card to use still. I think. In from Rashford, the 86 striker. So at least you know what you're getting and that they are still usable. So, um, yeah, and do you want to put sort of five, six hundred thousand coins into an SBC like that, or do you want to go for the guaranteed uh, Cannavaro, for example, who's what about 900? Yeah, you know, sort of save that little bit extra and get that guaranteed quality. So, yeah, as we said, it's it's nice to have the option there, and you know, everyone. Likes a spin of the wheel from time to time, but um, yeah, it's not looking the, the greatest proposition at the moment. No, I would keep my cards <laughs> or coins. I think a smart move to keep them, yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. Uh, we got a f- flashback uh, moments player today as well. Uh, Mr. Kurzawa from PSG. The left back, uh, 86 rated. Of course, that gives a strong link to uh, your packed uh, untradeable Neymar if you have him. So that could be an option if you want that. Uh, this is a player moments. Kurzawa celebrating his acrobatic goal versus Toulouse in League A in the 2017-2018 season. I can't say I remember that uh, <laughs> goal, uh, if I'm honest, but it's I'm pretty sure it was really nice. Uh, the SPC is still six and a half days to go so uh, you can do it during uh, pack openings this weekend if you want uh, it costs around 170k i think at the moment the spc 163 on uh, playstation 170 on xbox and 179 on pc so uh, that's well a lot of not a lot of coin but still coins but of course uh 
there's two sections. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's going to be cheaper when uh, the promo packs are out this weekend. Uh, the first section is called Paris Saint-Germain. You get a small rare gold players pack, tradable. Uh, you need one player from PSG, a minimum one team of the week player, and minimum 82 rated squad and 80 chemistry. So very easy to do. So it's not too bad return for, for that. Uh, next one is called National Duty. You get a tradable Prime Electron players pack. Uh, this SPC costs around 140k to do. The other one is around 20. Uh, National Duty one needs one player from France, minimum 85 rated team and 75 team chemistry. So, uh, yeah, doable. Uh, but of course, people have probably have a few left backs now. If they did Traore, Freeze, uh, Acuna, the showdown one. So, uh, but uh, if you have an untradeable Neymar, I would consider doing this. <laughs> if you a nice option or you can do the Roberto Carlos Prime of course if you have that much but uh, the work rates yeah. may be the thing that I'm not sure about well not maybe for me though that's weird I know I mean you said it before we started this has always been his work rate right yeah, at least this FIFA I can't remember what he had last year uh, oh I'm a bit disappointed you can't quite honestly but hey uh, Mr. FIFA Encyclopedia, Mr. FIFA da- Database. Yeah, uh, you should know. Cor- corrupt database set. <laughs> <laughs> he actually had high-low on uh, on FIFA 19. Did you actually check that out while we were discussing it, or did you just remember? I, <laughs> I remember it because I had a discussion with a friend of mine, why on earth does he have a high-low uh, high suddenly? Uh, so uh, that was. I remember that was a little bit strange uh, on uh, 20. Uh, I need to check on 19, I think. Uh, he has actually a high low then as well. I can't remember that he had it on 19. So uh, it's a very attacking one. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, this to me is quite a fascinating card because sort of playing around with the chemistry stars on footbin, if you put an engine on him, he's an 88-rated left midfielder. Uh, (laughs) Zali, if you put a finisher on him, he's an 89-rated striker. So, if you're looking to get really quirky, you, you've certainly got a few options on it. Um, not sure I would go that far. Uh, I'm not not saying he's going to uh, replace Neymar or Mbappe as a striker in your team, but it, it's it's quirky um, and it opens up some defensive options as well, the likes of Kimpembe. So, yeah, it's one of those cards that you don't think you'll need, but there may well come a time in a couple of months' time. You're like, oh, I really wish I'd done that card. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a little bit strange this one. So, uh, are there any cards which you actually think about now which you didn't do and now like I should have done that card? I'm trying to think of it, but I only regret doing some of them. I can't really think the other way around. Maybe Harlan for a bit of fun. Um, but other than that, I did Fatty Player of the Month. At first, I'm really glad I've done that because he's come in really handy on a few occasions. But I can't think of, of the others. I think they've all been sort of really high priced. The likes of Son, uh, Bruno last month as well. Uh, maybe Thiago Silva just at the very start of the game that um, wants to watch SBC just for the for the cheap fodder. But I think I did uh, Wan Chan instead. Yeah, I remember. Uh, 
I remember that I thought I regretted doing the Fati one, but I now I'm. I since I packed the, the untradeable inform money, I wouldn't need him, of course. Uh, but at the moment, I, I the one I know which one I regret not doing. That's the uh, Axel Witzel one. He's still one of the most fun cards I've used that I don't own because he can play so many positions. The flashback one. That's a bit of a regret for me that I didn't do that one. Uh, I think I remember what there was one other I regret not doing, uh, but Talis, Taliska, yeah. Because he can be used in so many objectives and stuff as well. Also a very good card. I used him in, uh, I think it was in draft or something. But yeah, Lamer, the uh, foot freeze uh, Austrian right back, uh, is one I wish I'd done now. You know, especially seeing how much uh, Klosterman is is really having used his, his gold card for objectives. I really wish I had him, so it would be easier to fit uh, the road to the final card in there. But it's it's always so difficult, isn't it? Because you know you you can't see into the future, and you never know what it's going to get. You you do end up with these SBC cards sometimes that that just literally sat there. Um, I don't know how. And already, yeah, I'm sat there thinking. One as well, I'm thinking that could have been nice to have. But I, I'm the opposite. See, I've done him, and now I'm sat there thinking, well, could I, you know, that's 130k's worth of players that maybe could have gone elsewhere. <laughs> that's the thing, right? Yeah. I've not regretted it once. I only regret, I might regret doing Robin. Uh, so I got some, I mean, that's Fatih I didn't do. I'm not regretting that either. I'm, I might, I thought I would regret not doing Adama. Quite honestly, I never face him anymore, so I don't think I actually do regret him. Of course, I do regret doing some Juve players because I don't use them at the moment. <laughs> but that Juve squad will come some of the some of somewhere around this season. Um, also, quick side notes: Did you know Juventus is, of course, in pass, right? Mm. Yes. Did you guys know that Juventus is, of course, not in FIFA? Yes. Did you guys know Go that on. starting today, Juventus is in Fortnite? Wow. Okay. So we have Juventus in all, everything else except FIFA, and I'm a bit bummed out about that. But that's just a side note. I was thinking about that. I saw a message from uh, from the U of A fan club <laughs> that they were uh, we're in Fortnite, like yeah, whoop, but not in FIFA. Anyways, that's my sorrow of the day. Don't mind me. So, so you're gonna start playing Fortnite? Yes. No. <laughs> of course not. But <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe next year we'll see you back in uh, FIFA. You never know. Nah. Don't, I don't I know how the license thing is. Uh, but yeah. Uh, on a more positive note, and there's some good news. The EA have fixed the e La Liga home, uh, kit. Uh, now it's got the right colors and everything. Uh, the black with uh, the one red uh, round thingy with red socks looks really cool. Uh, you got it from bronze objectives. I don't know which season it, or week it was. It was a few weeks ago, I think. One of the first ones or second one. Yeah. But now the kit looks normal in game. Uh, I haven't checked how it looks on the radar. Uh, so that's going to be interesting if it's classified or as red or white or black or whatever. I think they also fixed add. a lot of eSport kits, actually. Because I see well, four eSport organizations winning out. The book is fixed and can use our kits now. 
Okay, because I know that uh, I think it was some kind of Romanian kit that's really nice, but uh, it clashed so many times. I just the Neo kit it. is also one of them, I think. Okay, where so Gorilla is these days. So. Did they fix the El Javo del Ocho? Oh kit? yeah, of course I know that. Top of the show notes. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was looking yeah. at. I, I think I forgot something, but that's it. Yeah. No, but I think they made a. Uh, Dire Wolves was also a kit clash thing. I think it was classed as black in game, uh, but on the radar. So I need to check that as well because yeah. it was a really cool kit. Well, we're always quick to criticize EA for these kit clashes, but um, it's happened in the real world as well. Sunday's game between United <laughs> and Liverpool um, has, has attracted a lot of attention because for people that are colorblind, couldn't tell the kits apart. So, yeah, it creeps creeps into even the top level of football as well. So, I saw a match this weekend with the snow going on and yeah, uh, with white kits. <laughs> Yeah. Mean, you couldn't actually see them. They had an orange ball, but you couldn't see the opponents on the TV. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it happens. Yeah, I remember that one. That was really... Uh... And here we are complaining about shadowless balls until today. <laughs> Rest in peace, cushion ball. Rest in peace. No more I'm donuts. I'm not going to miss the circuit board balls and stuff like that. <laughs> and Disco the, ball. Yeah, the small ones without a shadow, it looks like... Uh, I had put my head in in the screen to be able to see uh, see the ball. That was so painful, and uh, yeah, I'm glad that uh, that's fixed at least. So the big test is going to be whether we are sat here at the start of FIFA 21 and they've gone backwards. So I'm just hoping that this is something that, a lesson learned for all future versions. Yeah, <laughs> let's hope so. <laughs> Maybe it helps, but anyways, should we talk about patch though? Go for it. Well, the patch is here, um, which <laughs> which changes the game, in my honest opinion, thus far, which I've which I've noticed. Uh, of course, let me everything. yeah, let me start with the with the really good quick notes though. No more shadowless balls. You always see your ball in game, um, football that is for any young listeners. Um, that helps, of course, much more fairer. Now give us our own pitches as well, and I think everyone's happy. Um, but it's a good step. I think, um, we said it yesterday, I forgot to mention it on the show, but the squad updates, Puck is back. That might be a bit annoying, but anyways, it's just one button. Um, but they fixed a lot of the gameplay as well, of course. Um, things they changed into the gameplay are, of course, the step over has been changed, as we talked about last week. That change has now been going live on consoles. The fake shot uh, into cancel has changed. And um, I'm missing out of something else, which I'm blanking out on. But there's also another big thing that they changed. Think that is? Okay. Uh, uh, I forgot. <laughs> yeah, me as well. But it doesn't quite matter now. Uh, but the most important thing is that the step overs are gone, which um, if you combine that with the fake shots, cancel the two most used and most effective um, ways of actually creating space for yourself has disappeared. And I think there's good and bad news. Last week I said that I think it's good uh, that step overs get 
go and the fake shot has just been broken so i don't mind that i think the step overs could have been a bit less nerfed but the i was expecting last week that it might hand get us back into fifa 20 territory where you just basically hold the ball go for one counter one opening and you just block your box with as many players as you can get uh and True ball spamming might be the only viable option of creating space, but at least we still have the bridge dribble, which opens up a bit as well. And I have played only six matches thus far. Um, and my honest opinion in this six matches, but I will play much, much more of a going week, and I will get back to this topic next week, is that what I was afraid of is just happening now as well. The pace has gone down tremendously because there's no boosts. There um players already going back to 4-2-3-1 instead of the 4-4-2 so there's less space to move into and there's less ways reliable ways to pass an opponent um there's one thing which i might add as a little foot in review foot coaching tip right now just put on the uh contextual dribbling i think it's called anything uh, yes I put just turn it on now just uh, just turn it on it will help in the small spaces it shouldn't be uh, um, viable, but I think it is. So that would be a good way. Just left stick dribble and let your AI help you there. Um, but I'm afraid we'll run into the other way around, that they nerfed it too much. Uh, of course, we'll have to give it a bit more time, but I'm definitely noticing the difference. I played six matches in Div 1 high up, and uh, it was really boring, really slow. I sent I sent Ingvis some, uh, some screenshots of matches which I've played where... I mean, one party had 70% possession and both parties didn't came over one shot on target in 90 minutes. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid that is going to be the top tier. Um, but let's see. Uh, give, it a, give it a bit more than the six matches I've played. But have you guys tried it? I have. And oh, what I have not played competitive yet. All right. So okay. I played two matches, though. Uh, so I didn't notice one step over in any of those matches. Uh, 4-0 and 5-2 rage quit. So uh, it didn't affect my play because I've not used uh, step overs and uh, fake shot cancels and everything. So uh, I just continue playing how I've always been playing. And yeah, that worked really well for me. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm happy to not see uh, people taking five step overs in their own half when I'm not pressing at all. Uh, and every time they get the ball, they do the one ball roll and then five step overs again before the next move. So I'm, I'm happy to see that gone because that was just uh, so annoying to <laughs> to look at as well. And then you got the boost, which was not very realistic. So uh, I don't mind that as well, though. Right? Don't get me wrong. I don't mind the option, but uh, the problem is that when people don't do anything else than that and just stand there and spam the feet like crazy like you were just playing uh, Summer Olympics on the Commodore 64 or something like that <laughs> not my kind of uh, football though so it's uh, not great to watch either I mean my my most experience of it, I'm, I'm not at the top sort of level as you John um, I'm sort of very much a goal two goal three player and but when I was watching the um, what is it the world series where you get for the token um watching out the corner of my eye you watch the pros play and just the relentless step over and, and fake shot cancels it's just not great and you just sit there thinking 
it, it's not football and it's it's not even obviously it's never going to be and you don't really want it to be actual football but even from a sort of an arcadey point of view just seeing that same move spammed over and over and over again just wasn't great it doesn't really encourage or diversity of play so my, my one hope would be that with this nerf that people start to find other ways to play against going through things again or or going sort of four one two one two narrow and and try and work i don't know i don't work at that kind of top end meta so it, it i'm a bit like it, it doesn't really affect me as a player but i can sort i can hope that it will encourage us a, a different style of play at the top yeah i agree because it's uh a little bit uh i, I don't mind it used more realistically but uh then uh no uh it just looked like something totally different from what we would call football <laughs> so. they should be hard to pull off they should be really hard to do and when when you pull it off it, it should give you get you past that man i can see what john says it if you're able to pull off a sophisticated skill move and you are able to do the octopus hands that you know very few of us are actually able to do it should allow you to beat a man but it shouldn't just be a guaranteed i'm going to do this and it will be a beat a person it's easy for me to do you know and they've seen it you know we've seen it in past fifas as well with the la croqueta and you know the scoop turn in fifa 20 as well when one skill move becomes so dominant it just it, it just gets boring and infuriating so it's nice to see things changing it's just hope of it'll be a change for the better yeah yeah and that's my concern if i'm quite honest because i know it was um I mean, it's boring to watch the same move being repeated over and over and over. So I totally agree with you there. I did not like using it myself either, but I had to to perform, right? So I'm guilty of this as well. I mean, I'm a meta user, but that's also I need to train people how to use it. I'm sorry, but that's also part of my job. But last year when I went to the esports scene, uh, it was rather boring. I mean, we 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 had an uh, Oli winning the finals when when playing. Four matches, 0-0, and winning on penalties came true, right? No one took a shot in three semi in the semifinals, which in I thought was crazy. This year, we've had, if you look at EDVG, if you look at uh, the qualifiers, it's all high-scoring line. It is more attractive to watch, although, yeah, of course, that move comes back. But you can actually lead trio and still come back if you play aggressive, etc., I'm afraid what we'll get now is going back to the latter season of FIFA 20, where everyone just holds the ball, doesn't do anything, hope for one counter, scores, and then closes up the game. Because what is still viable is to play a wide formation and to recycle the ball constantly, because there's no way of actually pressing. Because that's the third ner- nerve, which I actually remind me of that, is that they also uh, adjusted the team press. And I don't mind them adjusting the team press, but we still have no way of manual pressing or actually using a segment press while adding a button. So now there's no viable way to get the ball back if an opponent chooses to just recycle the ball and actually knows what he's doing. If what do you I, think the point, I was going to say that, John, what do you think the point is from EA of, of taking that team press away? Because it's the second time now that they've nerfed it. It was 30 seconds to start with, then it dropped to 20, now it's 15. Why? Why do you think they've done it? Well, because it's silly, because it is it requires no skill to be able to push an opponent or play a really high line when you weren't actually playing high line. For example, if you play back to the goalkeeper yourself, right, and I press a team press, suddenly everyone spams forward. 
and that's overwhelming. It's hard to get out of, but it doesn't require much skill. It just you press down and down. That's it, or down and up. I don't know. I I do know, but I can't if I talk about it. I usually don't remember. <laughs> but um, down and left, of course. But you, uh, it requires no skill to actually be able to push. So what you do is you play a formation, and it's actually very. It's easy to overwhelm someone, especially lower rated players. Um, and I think it was it was just too strong. So what you get then is nobody, but but still you have no option to do it manually. So I'm pretty sure, and I I will try this after the show though. If I play a four five one second variant or four two three second variant, I'm actually sure. I'm I might try just just try to record it. That if I want, I can hold the ball for the whole match without actually giving my opponent one single chance of actually getting the ball back. Of course, that's his kickoff. Then he gets the ball. But besides there, if I want to, I'm pretty sure I can handle most of the time um, that he won't even get the ball anymore. So if you go into... Um, uh, uh, you can say about step over what you want, but the thing is, people use it at the wrong time. People uh, use it everywhere, and it was also a bit predictable. Now, the only reliable move you have is to do a little ball roll to get a bit more space. That's the only option you have. So get that into your system, because I don't see any other options to spread your passing lanes again. So l- l- let's see. L- uh, let me try to explain it. If FIFA, if you if that's like a snooker ball, right? It's like a like a pool, like a billiard. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's a billiard table. Yeah. Um, every line is like straight. That's FIFA as well. Basically, you can't really give a curve pass. Over the ground, that is. So what happens is uh, you try to intercept them. Interceptions are a bit unreliable, but because you don't want your opponent to get any chance to intercept, what you do is a little ball roll to get just a meter left or right and then pass. So you get a free straight pass. People used to do that with the stepovers. They did a stepover, step out on one side, then give a pass. It might look silly, but it was sure a bit more dynamic. What you now get is that if you have like eight defenders behind the ball, you can actually see where every ball will be going, making it, I think, much less attractive to actually look at. And I'm afraid it will get pretty still. Like my matches tonight were really still matches, and it always have been um, low scoring lines that like in twenty three on the skill rating, but it's also needed always high focus uh, because at any given point an opponent will be able to score, and I'm afraid we're going into a situation now where it's going to be really hard to score, and if you actually have scored, you just like play wide, use a different formation, keep the ball, and just play out a match. I think that is going to be a viable tactic, and I really hope, and it's still soon, so I might be wrong, and I really hope I am wrong. But it wouldn't surprise me if the next qualifier this weekend, which we'll see, right? Or the next uh, FGS, it's going to be much more still to look at than ever before. Because I might try an 8-depth line or a 10-depth formation, but if it's your job, you're not going to risk anything in there. So why would you give the ball to your opponent? You won't care that people don't watch your stream because they're watching the stream anyways because they get tokens from it. Uh, So let's hope I'm wrong. Um, But so far, I think it's going to be ball roll, pass, wait for a little mistake, do maybe a bridge. You still have to bridge. I know people hate the bridge, but I really think it's going to be the only viable move left. Um, You score, you hold the ball, don't give anything away. You play out a game. It is going to be really boring. 
Um, yeah, and the first couple of days might actually be fun because what I did have with my first match today is that um, an opponent tried to do stepovers, failed horribly, just gave me the ball like five times in a row. So people need some time to get it out of the system. Also saw someone doing the fake shot uh, cancel and actually not working, just keep moving me the ball. Then I would be able to counter from it and then go. <laughs> uh, but that will be gone in a week or two. It's like everyone needs two, three weeks to adapt to this. And I'm, yeah, let's hope I'm, let's really hope I'm wrong. I think um, this is all EA's way of making us use player lock. They really want us to use player lock, so they'll take away everything else. So we're forced to use the features nobody uses. Yeah, but the thing is, if you, I, I don't, I don't, I actually like player lock, right? I see much use in that. But if everyone places a low line, where are you going to use the player lock? Yeah, it's impossible. Because you, you can't get behind their lines anyway. So what does the run do for you? It might oh, actually... No, it's, you're right. It's, it's, it's one of those situations where you have to hope that there is an evolution of the play style to, to counteract the negativity and to stop people, you know, parking the bus. And I very much hope, like you, that that's not the way it is. I, I hope that the innovation comes from the top-tier players that then always tends to filter down. You know, it's no surprise that when, you know, Anders really was using those step-overs that suddenly they become more... Because in the first couple of weeks of, the, of this game, step-overs weren't getting abused everywhere. It took a while for that meta to sort of filter through. So hopefully... Again, the, the community finds a new way to open up that space and, and make attractive football. But I, I do very much share your concerns. Uh, yeah, and I'm, I'm I don't like. Don't get me wrong. I'm fine with them patching things out. I'm fine with changing stuff around. Um, but do that to get it more attractive. Please spend all the time you need to get a good second man press back. You had that in your game before. That gives you a skill which is trainable, and that. If you press too fast, you open up space for your opponent to go into. If you press at the right time, you might actually be able to pressure your opponent while not maintaining the ball all the time. I think that's 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 critical. Or for all I care, make sure if I actually am in the passing lane and I am selecting that defender, that I'm actually 100% of the time able to intercept the ball and not go between my legs and still open up. Or the pass is so assisted that it still goes just just a tiny bit beside my foot while I'm actually doing the right covering of the passing lines. That's changes yeah. which actually requires more skill to improve. This just makes um, it, in my opinion, of course, uh, stepovers are way too easy. Um, so is the bridge. I mean, but bridge is also used at improper times. You can actually make a difference if you train that. But um, this is, for my honest opinion, Although I like some of the changes, especially like the ball, um, like, like the shadowless balls, it also feels a bit like an easy step back from my personal opinion. But let's hope I'm I'm really wrong. Yeah, I think what fans of the game really want to see, uh, the videos that Stallion has been putting out over the past few weeks, highlighting the sort of lack of attacking movement. I think that's something that will appease everybody from top to bottom. Uh, and it opens up those new avenues of attack. Whereas you're right, you take this away, and okay, well, well, where is the balancing? What you know, are they making AI blocks less effective? Are they making players able to pull away from from people quicker and and make runs around the back and things like that? And 
so far it doesn't look that way so it, it's all a delicate balancing act but again it's have they taken too much away from the attacking impetus and made it a part of the bus simulator yeah, we'll see i hope that uh, if they're gonna do something they will do something about the ai defending thing i don't mind the players tracking but i would like to see that uh, actually they don't do the auto blocks. They can follow the player, but if you don't press a button, they don't auto block all the time. Maybe once in uh, ten, fifteen times. I don't think some... auto block is a big problem. If I'm quite honest, because well, I see uh, people making shots from everywhere around the world. Where I'm like, yeah, if you just wait until you get a good shot in, or I don't know, just be secured when actually taking a shot. So I mark shots, right? I, I when I analyze thing, I'm looking at when do people take a shot as well. Sometimes you have these matches where people say, I got 15 shots on target and 14 got auto-blocked. And then I'm looking at it and I see like 40 or 50 or 60% shots being taken. And of course it would go on target, and but it makes perfect sense for it to get blocked because you don't want all those shots to go in all the time. What no, I, but so I don't know. I, I agree to some, <laughs> some extent, but... Uh, when you hear that suddenly a player that the opponent is not controlling is coming from out of nowhere and then suddenly blocks uh, magically your uh, open goal shot, then uh, those needs to be gone then. Do you wonder what the reaction will be if they took that away? Because yes, you would suddenly feel great that more of your shots were going in, but you can imagine everybody saying, why didn't you block that? You were right next to the ball. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the so- defender just lets the ball basically go through them. Um, yeah, what you do, what you get then is that tweaks needed to the engine to do that. I don't. I'm not necessarily that it's the engine, um, but I think what you also get if you do get this out, like all of the blocking out, for example, what you get then is then we go back into FIFA 19 where every finesse shot goes in from the box. You just lay back, you take a shot, and it's goal. And you don't want that either because that's boring, and then they require zero skill as well. So it's hard, but it's a delicate balance. Where do you think that? Where do you think the balance is? Well, with before this patch, John, where do you think the balance was? Do you think the balance favoured the attack or the defence before this patch? Oh, definitely attack, because there are some like really viable ways to scoring. I didn't mind players using park the bus and going from counter attack because I knew I would be able to score. Um, true balls are good, right? And sometimes in a four four two, it's undefendable, and that's I think that. That's not good, but that's because passing is so assisted. But I knew that if I took a fake shot cancel or a coquetta cancel, I would be able to clear some space against even the best opponents and getting a good shot in, enabling me to get a goal forward and then go from there. Um, I would be able to at least, I don't like the team press, but it was it gave me some options if my opponent would hold the ball too much. Um, the bridge dribble is or the the the, uh, the bridge the, the the step over is boring, but it actually enabled me to lure an opponent by doing like a, uh, if I do three um, step overs and I step out on the left side, and the next time I come up and I step over to the right side, and my opponent steps to the left side, I'm open. It gave you some options. Um, so I was definitely like, um, I don't. The thing is still, and that won't change this year. But I think passing is too assisted. Defending, at least intercepting, is too unreliable, combined with a bit of tackling, which is still unreliable. Um, yeah, and sometimes my goal 
some matches the goalies are just weird, but that doesn't help either. Um, but that means you, it's it's either too far to the left or either too far to the right, uh, and it's going to be hard. well just right. I mean, it will probably take me two days to be to adjust to this game again. But and I don't mind them changing it around during the game. I think that's actually a good thing. Please keep tuning so it gets better and better and better. Um, but in this certain situation, I'm pretty sure the things they nerfed will go down. And I think the step over, for example, can still be used. If you just time it properly, it's just less effective to do it all the time. So maybe now it is at a point where it is supposed to be, actually. Um, so don't get me wrong, I don't mind that. But without any more pressing options or without having a more reliable way of intercepting passes, it will either change far to the left or far to the right, but you won't get a pure balance. Out of interest, John, were you using in your team, say, five-star skillers to do it? No, none, because I couldn't care less with the Coquetta being nerfed earlier. But that's, <laughs> but that's what I mean. I don't know whether the step-over is more effective for the five-star skill players. And if so, that might kind of be a, a good shift. So instead of getting three, four-star skillers step-overing everywhere, if it's a Neymar or you know, that kind of player, then it would almost make more sense. I don't know. I think the higher dribbling is the easier it got. Of course, if you have uh, five-star weak foot, you can step out on each side. That might help a bit because you can chain into a shot. Um, I don't think you need five-star skills at all because the only reason that was good was to the Croquetta, but you can't use it anymore because that got nerfed at the start of the year. Um so five-star skills, I don't think matters. Um, I mean, you could pull off a different move, but I don't think it matters that much anymore. Um, and I think the skill move, the step over was a, I think it was an easy skill move, right? In v? Yeah, they've made it a, a, is it hard or, yeah. or medium now? So everyone could do it in an equal way, but of course the speed you went out to it had to go with your dribbling. So, uh, and you could be changing it with everyone. So I don't think it mattered at all which player used. And of course, Neymar did it a little bit better than my Crespo did. But I sure, sure scored a lot more, still a lot with, with Crespo. Um, yeah, so I'm... I don't know. You might actually get much, much more fun games in a somewhat lower division now, though. So that I gotta agree with. But higher up, it's, 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 going, it's getting back to results only play boring if I score one it's done but let's hope and I do I will really apologize next week if I am wrong if that is not the case I am the first that will be glad to apologize and say I was so wrong I'm so happy I'm wrong (laughs) don't get me wrong I really hope that but that's it and your concerns come from the right place it's not oh I do these so I I want them to stay in place and that you know that's what some some FIFA players out there will be like, oh, well, I, I'd mastered that move, so I'm really annoyed it's gone. You know, we all, as you say, we all want to see a balanced game and we want to see a fair game. And I think that's what EA, it's a really delicate balancing act for them. I know they come in for a lot of criticism, but when you're catering a game for all ends of the spectrum, the, the pro level right down to, you know, a, a seven, eight-year-old, you know, the sort of ages that we started picking up a, a football game at, it is, it is really tricky. So, yeah. I yeah, them. and I did, I did master these moves, right? So, yeah, I did incorporate it into my game, um, and I need to relearn that. But I'm actually sort of happy to do that if it leads to a much 
to a more fun, more balanced game with a higher skill gap. That means I got to practice to get better, need to adjust my game, uh, not do blind skill moves because I knew those were effective. So I'm actually glad they changed things. Not quite sure if they changed the right things to make it more fun. And let's hope it actually it will be. And maybe we just didn't find that out yet because uh, these were the moves we we went into because they were more effective. But maybe there are like two, three moves just below that which are actually fairly balanced, require some skill, and we just haven't found or used yet because they weren't necessary. And maybe then we'll find out that in a couple of weeks. And we're all good. I hope so. It keeps everyone on their toes. I am definitely yeah. going to make for an interesting tournament this weekend. I just wish to patch it this Thursday, just one day before it starts. <laughs> that would be much more interesting to watch. Um, but for yeah, coaching as well, right? I need to relearn everything this week. I had some programs running, which I was like, I need to get like two days of playing and seeing matches, talking to players to see what's going to be next. Because I won't teach you the step over now. I won't say how to do a... Um, I had to do a fake shot uh, cancel anymore because that won't be effective. And it's actually, it is not effective anymore. So, um, but those were the to go to moves. Um, yeah. So everyone needs to adjust a bit. That's cool. Invy, sorry, I interrupted you, buddy. No, fine. I forgot what I was going to say now. So, <laughs> uh oh. So. The database is corrupted again. Yeah, system overload, <laughs> I think. <laughs> That's not my intention, but you know that. Uh, one thing we haven't mentioned, the uh, the loading screen. Yes, it has been confirmed that, Ingve. Team of the Year starts on Friday. It does, yes. So uh, I'm pretty sure we'll see... Uh, we don't see much now. We just see the letter saying that it starts. Uh, I'm pretty sure we're going to see some, at least the card design probably tomorrow. And then I think we will see some numbers, maybe some uh, flags and stuff on uh, Thursday. So, and badges maybe. So, Straw uh, poll. Will the servers hold up or will they crash? They will I'm confident. That they will struggle or crash? That they will be fine. Bold. Yeah, I got faith. I will still be putting in lots of crazy bids at five fifty-seven. I think that well, uh, it would be smart to. I would advise people <laughs> to log in uh, on the console, maybe or a web app, uh, ten minutes before the whole thing starts. Do not play uh, Weekend League, though. Please do not log <laughs> into Weekend League. I wouldn't play Weekend League around that time. No. Uh, oh, extended Weekend League would be nice. Yeah, that would be perfect. Maybe I could go for a little bit higher than gold uh, or silver three, silver one, sorry. That would well, based on your record since the patch, I'm, I'm fully expecting elite from you now. <laughs> I wish that would be nice. 100% record with this patch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no pressure, right? And as move over, the streak begins here. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about You're that. You're laughing now, but I, we, are ki- we are not kidding. <laughs> I don't think Anders is laughing either so uh, well I think he is <laughs> to be honest so. uh, he did a great job but it's not it's too easy to yeah, say it's, it's only step overs 
No, there's a lot of pressure resting on him, so he did well. There's pressure as well in his streaming, and there's uh, yeah, so uh, that's still great, uh, great what he's done. So we'll see how how far he will go before he he needs to lose at some time. Hey, so uh, maybe not. Yeah, well, we'll see. <laughs> but uh, we'll, well, yeah, we'll see. Uh, it's going to be interesting, though. Um, it's definitely going to be an interesting weekend because I was expecting some before we. Is that patch also live for new generation consoles? Yep. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, they they made it uh, equal now. It's not equal. There's still a little bit of difference, but at least uh, it's a patch for uh, the next gen as well. Uh, there are, if you go on the EA forums, it shows the thing that is just for uh, the next gen uh, console. There's some different stuff there. I can't remember what it was. Uh, Most important. Do I, can I do a borrow on new gen? Uh, yeah, step over or? N- no, I don't know, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> hmm, needed to find that. I'll find that out because I think that's still interesting. Because then that means there's actually two completely different games going on. Yeah, of course there is. Uh, if you can do if it's effective on one and not the other one, so uh, then uh, maybe the player base is a uh, still two. So I've I've played. I was lucky enough to get a whole series. Every time I play Rivals, I'm I'm playing somebody 150 skill points difference. So it take a while for. It's actually be worth playing that many competitive games. I, I've made squad battles on there for now. Mm. Mm. Yeah, John. John's thinking if he should. I am. I'm definitely thinking if I should try it on next gen this week as well to see how that uh, goes. I'll check. I'll check the notes first though, because I mean, um, like for pros, it doesn't quite matter because the pros can't get a points on the new gen. But I mean. For all us mere mortals, it might actually be worth doing weekend on the new gen if that still allows for the old style of playing. But it would be really weird. So mm. let's see. Yeah. But team of the year this Friday. Uh, do we get strikers only? I don't know what if it's going to start with everything in in uh, pack straight away or not. Uh, from the wording, it seems like maybe <laughs> it's difficult. Yeah, to it doesn't look like nominees this year. No, there's no the nominees, but uh, usually they start with uh, maybe go, uh, goalkeeper and defenders, and then midfielders, and then the strikers, and then the whole team. Uh, so, but if but then the thing has started on a Monday, which it has now. If it looks like it's going to start on a Friday. Then uh, of course uh, there might be the whole team straight away in packs, so that could be quite interesting. If I was EA, I'd, I would string it out because you get people, you will you will sell more, and you will get more pack open if if it is strung out. But um, it would be great if all the all the players do come out at once because I'm I'm sitting on best part of fifty sixty packs that I really want to get into. Yeah. That's. Uh, I think you're not alone about that. I, if it's well, I can. I I can only imagine uh, trying to go through the the market. I have to get Paul on for it. But at six fifty nine, when the full team is out, you'll be able to pick up some ludicrous bargains that slip through the net. And we can ask Andrew Thursday That's when true. you're hosting the show with him. Yep. That's true. That's true. So. Uh... Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, we'll see lots of streamers. Uh, I don't know how if we've seen any. If you guys have seen any uh, amount of points loaded up by the streamers yet, I think I saw one 
that had two million points loaded. So uh, wow, I don't know if it was Photoshop. It could have been Photoshop, of course, but uh, uh, I'm pretty sure we'll see uh, some crazy amount of uh, FIFA points uh, ready by Friday. I was thinking about it, and I just wanted to say on this show that I am open for donations. <laughs> <laughs> for uh, upgrading your team. Yeah, definitely need some upgrades as well. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't save packs. I'll save my pack for Thursday. <laughs> From Thursday. I, I'm not, it would be not be wise to open packs on Thursday, I think. I would wait uh, one day to uh, to open the packs then. Yeah, just to make sure, do not open your packs. Do not open your packs Thursday. No. If you did open your packs on Thursday, let us know. Tweet at us and we'll give you a shout out on the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, let's, um, I think we, we've been for an hour for a casual Tuesday night. So I think it's time to round up. Are there any points you still want to discuss, guys? No, I think we covered uh, all our wanted bases, I think, uh, today. I think, that, I, think, I think that's covered just about everything. I think my connection is, is just about holding still. Reading a 1-3-0 for those. I'm sure everybody out there who is keen on the English Championship. So yeah. we are up to third now. So that's, that's what matters. Congrats. Congrats. Yeah, we might get some more gold cards next year. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. Um, Daniel. Before your connection actually drops off, where can people find you? Yeah, if you if you want to follow me, you can follow me on Twitter at Wimby uh, W I M B Y. I said I don't tweet very much. Um, usually, be something Reading related, but hopefully, I'll be a bit active as um, I'm more active here. Uh, obviously, if uh, I know John's not being paid to say it, but if you do want to join the Patreon Discord, um, I'm often in our Discord here. I'm also active on the on our friends over at the discord as well um good group of guys there so we, you can often find me looking around there trying to tinker with my team or trying to trying to make a fortune like del boy and only fools and horses so yeah follow me over there <laughs> okay so you dropped off during that but yeah we'll make sure you get tagged <laughs> you didn't miss, they, did, they didn't miss anything <laughs> anyway where can people find you buddy they can find me on Twitter at Evgenoni and they can find me on the EA forums at LittleLon95 and on Discord at LittleLon95. Yes, also a quick shout out to the forums. We saw some good feedback coming there from the, for the podcast, so we appreciate that truly. Keep that feedback coming. And um, and also, uh, for everyone, all the uh, feedback from yesterday's 20-minute showdown, thanks for that. We appreciate that and glad so far everyone seemed to like it. Uh, and don't worry, as you can see today, we'll, we have, we will have longer shows as well. Um, so make sure you follow Ingvi and Daniel. You can follow the show at Foot in Review on all socials, but most active on Twitter. You can follow me at Foot Coaching also on all socials, but also most active on Twitter. I wonder why. And if you want anything coaching related, be sure to check out footcoaching.com. And this Wednesday, there will be the webinar, which I will be hosting. If you're interested, there are still a little, not much, but there are like a couple of spaces left. It is free, so hop on, say hi, and ask me anything about FIFA coaching. Uh, 
For now, I'd like to thank you guys. See you tomorrow, and I'm about to drop it. Drop it. Drop it. Stop it. You. 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 You.